Hello. It's spooky season. I'm doing a spooky hello. Hello. How do you like it? Welcome back to Everything with the Girls. I'm Grace. I'm Lydia. And that's Lydia. Each week we're going to bring you a true crime case based on a specific theme each month. This month we're doing things a little different. It's October and you know it's spooky season. Woohoo! So we focused our theme on topics relating to Halloween. Last week we brought you an episode on the truth behind American Horror Story. We hope you enjoyed that. Um, and this week we're bringing you some insights into the history of witchcraft in the UK. Now just <clears throat> to pre-warn you all, I don't know anything really about witchcraft. This is Lydia's niche. This is because I'm obsessed with like witchcraft. This and is her thing. And all sorts. Yeah. So although we're going to be sharing the reading... I probably am 99% of the time not going to know what the fuck I'm talking about, so bear with me. (laughs) If you haven't already done so, make sure you follow us on Instagram at everythingwiththegirlspod um, and let us know what you think of the podcast so far. You can review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to us if you fancy it. I mean, my mum does. I would. Just saying. I think your mum is like, out of our family, is the only person who supports us because none of my family listen to us. Well, my sister's made out like she doesn't really know how to do it. <clears throat> oh, right. Okay. I, I feel know. like your sister would be big on po- podcasts, though. I don't know. I can, yeah, I can imagine her listening to him in the car, but she still like listens to CDs in the car. Oh, does she? Like real Ooh, CDs. I retro. Know. She's old school. Yeah. And I feel like maybe Jordan would listen, my older brother would listen to the podcast. Mm. Yeah, well, actually, I've seen that someone in Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> listens. I mean, the chances are that's my brother. I don't really know anyone else yeah. in Vietnam. <laughs> um, actually, a guy at work told me that he listened to it the other day. So, oh, really? Just saying. He said he listened to the Fred and Rose West one. Is he going to get you in trouble? <laughs> no, because we're not entirely sure if you're allowed to be doing. We were this. talking. We were talking. So this might. TMI this might not make sense to some people but I work in a very male dominant industry and sometimes sometimes I'm the only female and there's a hundred men so sometimes they talk about inappropriate things and I've had to just get used to that mate you only have to be in a room of two men and one woman and they still talk about inappropriate things so I've got used to it anyway what were they talking about they were talking about like having sex and then they want they want to watch each other have sex with their girlfriends, whatever. And I was just like, oh. and then it's so weird. And then I said, oh, like in Bates Motel, like he watches through the peephole. And then yeah. he called it something. He called it like some word. I can't remember the phrase. And I said, actually, it's voyeurism. And they were like, what? And I was like, did you know Fred West was a voyeur? They were like, what? And I was like, sorry. <laughs> Just my knowledge just coming out of my brain. My useless fucking knowledge on Fred West. Like trying to add something to the conversation, but no one actually gets it. They're like, yeah, I want to look for a people. I said, that's actually the technical term is voyeurism. <laughs> None of them cared. They're all like, shut up. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Uh, you were sniffly last week and I'm sniffly this I'm week. I'm still a bit. I don't feel like I'm 100% better yet still. But I don't know what it is about Sunday. I get up and think I'm going to be really productive and like get ahead on the week and I've cleaned my room, done my laundry, everything. By two o'clock, I am knackered. That's like, why I said to you this morning, just have your lion. Yeah, well, I, I can't lie anyway. Book. 
And then I just take it out. Yeah. To be fair, I did wake up and I watched an episode of um, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, my God. I have to say, so far, it's disappointing. Oh. Is it scary, though? Not really. Yeah, but even though, like... Is it not really scary to you, or is it just not really scary? No, like, it's not really scary. Like, even the, like, like, quote, jump scares, you just sat there like, what? Like... So I think there's just a ghost with glasses on. Like, why is that scary? I think tonight I'm going to rewatch American Horror Story, starting from tonight. I tried Ozark, and yesterday I watched the most boring episode you've ever watched in your life. I didn't know what was See, going I've on. See, I've never, I've never been a Ozark person. I've never so, been able to get into it. It's like episode yeah. eight, and I'm bored. So I think I might go back to something different. Yeah, I've never normally like get on board with something everyone else is obsessed with. I know that sounds really like yeah, oh, I'm irritating so individual. and like <laughs> yeah, like I like that band before anyone knew about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like it's like the whole Shit's Creek. I only like got on board with that like six months ago, and I binged oh, it. I've in, still like, never a watched week. that. I feel like I've watched the first episode of that about four times, and I just don't understand. Like I can't. It's a bit like this country in the sense that the first time you watch it. I, I can't say I found many things funny about it, but like now if I go back and rewatch it, I'm like crying with laughter because I like understand the characters. I don't know if maybe I didn't watch that actually. Maybe it was Arrested Development, but maybe I've never watched yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Oh, that's the first little divert of the episode. It's a nice big intro. So. Yeah. I mean, it would be fitting considering you're the only one that knows anything about witchcraft to begin. <laughs> To be honest, though, I've always found like witchcraft and like the history of it and the trials interesting, but I've never really looked into it. And I'm re- I was really disappointed trying to look into this because there isn't really a documentary like decent ones, or like even like Netflix series that are fictional on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, so just to oh. confirm, this is UK witchcraft. Yeah, so it's Scotland and England. There were some in Wales and Ireland, but I didn't really go much into it. If I was to go through the whole of Europe, Jesus would be here for years. Forever and ever. Yeah. Um, So let's get into it. So when you think of the history of witchcraft, particularly the witch trials of the past, often the ones that come to mind are those of Salem, Massachusetts, New World, America, you know, jog your memory. Anyway, that happened in 1692. But while Salem might be the most famous, it certainly wasn't the only one. Now, when I say the witch trials throughout Europe lasted a long time, they lasted a fucking long time, guys. (laughs) There's records of the trials being held in France around the year 530. I wish people could see your, your laugh. face right now. Your laugh was such an old lady smoking so... laugh. It made me jump. So you sound like you've been smoking 20 a day. It made me jump. I'm so wheezy because the air is so cold. So, yeah. So, Salem, like, I feel like is only people only know about because America loves to glamorize Why, stuff yeah, like that. I don't even know. I don't, I, I, I've heard the name, the Salem Witch Trials, but I don't even know what it is, actually, to be fair. I mean, I think maybe it's just because I've listened to so much and watched so much about it that I don't even find it that interesting anymore. Oh my god. Like 
Yeah. I'd still love to go to Salem because they've like kept it and they've got like museums about it and everything. Like, mm. and also that's where Hocus Pocus was filled, so, filmed. So obviously I'd want to go. Um, I saw something on the telly that Hocus Pocus, the house, the house is the same as the friend's house in the intro. Yeah, it is. And it, I don't know why I cared. It was so much. filmed was on, like, wow. um, it was that, that intro bit like where the fountain is is actually on the estate of like the guy who owned warner brothers or something in la or somewhere like that Mm. so it's not even like in salem or wherever it's like his house like his estate (laughs) it's not even a proper set yeah so the uk saw its fair share of witch trials too and while the whispers of witchcraft and suspected witches had been around for quite some time. Even Miss Anne Boleyn was accused of witchcraft by her very own husband, nonetheless. Yep, it was Henry. Yeah, I feel like Anne Boleyn was accused of witchcraft, not because he genuinely <laughs> thought she was a witch, but because he just wanted to get rid of her, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I go into that, yeah. So, King Henry VIII claimed that his wife had used witchcraft against him in order to make him fall in love with her. I mean, Although I'm pretty sure it was just because he was another man who wanted to have his cake and eat it too, right? I mean, if you're looking at Henry VIII, you wouldn't really think he's the... If I have I have magical powers, I would not pick Henry VIII to fall in love with me. Do you know what I mean? Well, Henry I VIII actually magic- brought... He actually brought in one of the first acts, like laws against witchcraft. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was handsome for his time and I was thinking... Are we thinking about the same Henry? Oh, no, he was fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Henry VIII. I mean, I'm not that sorry because he killed women him. just for his own gain, yeah. So he also feared that she would harm him with poison, a common accusation against witches. Her enemies also repeated charges of physical deformity, such as that she was too tall and she had a sixth finger, which was probably just an extra fingernail, which it happened. Like People have six fingers. On one hand. Yeah, an extra finger. People have extra fingers, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. webs, feet and but stuff also, like that, don't they? But also, in like that time, people were marrying their like first cousins and all sorts. Like <laughs> It definitely wouldn't have been. <laughs> Back in the day, was the, they were all in <laughs> Pretty much, especially the royal family. They were always marrying yeah. each other off the cousins to keep to keep it in the line. Um, and they claim that she had strange warts and growths all over her body that could have been witches, witches' teats. And witches' teats, if you don't know, is what the is basically extra nipples. So it's like extra moles and stuff. So they think they were, they were like they were like extra nipples that the devil would feed off you. Oh, I thought it was going to be like their pet cat. Well, yeah, that as well, but, like, the demons and stuff. Oh, that as well. I got it right. Um, How they would know that she had strange warts and growths all over her body in that period, I would not know, because she was not wearing miniskirts. She (laughs) had a couple of spots. The alleged deformed male fetus of her last birth in 1536 was also used against her. While raised as an issue, witchcraft did not end up among the charges used by the court. 
which instead found her guilty of treason and conspiracy with her alleged lovers, including her own brother. Uh, so if you don't know, one of the accusations was that she'd lost this other this this last child um who would have been the heir and she just kind of mentally snapped and she like panicked so much that she tried to like get pregnant by her brother so that she could have another baby without telling Henry. Oh, is that some Game of Thrones shit? Yeah. Um, I told you, mate, real life is just as fucked up as fiction. Like, (laughs) So that's when the first English law against witchcraft came in a few years after this, which was signed by Henry VIII. So what was the law? I mean, I'm sorry if this is boring. What was the law? No, I'm interested. It was literally the Witchcraft Act, and it was the first like official law that came in um making witchcraft illegal and making it like an actual threat against people's lives Ooh, like kind of like treason it's it's what made the witch hunts legal ah. at the time anyway throughout the rest of the country most supposed witches were usually old women and invariably poor any who were unfortunate enough to be crone like like quotes um, snag-toothed, sunken-cheeked, and have a hairy lip <laughs> were assumed to possess the evil eye. If they also had a cat, this was taken as proof as witches had things called a familiar, and the cat was the most common. So a familiar is where they would sort of like, it was a bit like transfiguration. They would put their soul into the animal so that they could go out like inconspicuously. In, like in the Philip Pullman book. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if there were ever like stray dogs going round or they like a woman would feed it or something, they would say that it was her familiar. Like, that's so yeah. crazy, isn't it? To think yeah. some of the things that we used to believe in, honestly, like it just gets so fucked up. So, although men were also accused of witchcraft, about 75 to 80 percent of those executed during the witch hunts were women. Women were subjected to cultural prejudices that framed them as inherently weaker than men and thus more susceptible to superstition and evil. I mean, not much has changed, has it? Take like, a breath. Take a breath. Not much has changed, guys. We're feminine. We're all feminists here. 500 years. <laughs> so in Europe, the idea of women's weakness was tied to Eve's temptation by the devil in the Bible. Yes, we come back to religion again, like we do in every single episode. (laughs) But that story itself cannot be blamed for the proportion of women accused. Even in all the cultures, witchcraft accusations have been more likely to be directed towards women as well. So it seems to be more of a societal thing than a religious thing. So like throughout any, every type of, like, it doesn't matter what type of religion they follow. A lot of the time, the women are the ones who were always accused it's the way of like it's like a moral panic scapegoating before there was such a thing yeah 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 it was so if there was ever like droughts or anything like that and say a man had scorned a woman or something he'd say that she caused that drought Mm. like to get back at him like that sort of thing um it was just a way to explain the unexplainable when they didn't have science and technology yeah um so in 1542 the uk parliament passed the witchcraft act which we've already spoken about 
This mm-hmm. defined witchcraft as a crime punishable by death. Henry VIII's Witchcraft Act of 1542 was deemed unfit for purpose and was repealed in 1547. It was replaced in 1563 by an Act Against Conjurations, Enchantments and Witchcrafts, a clear indication that the authorities were growing increasingly fearful of magic during the early years of Elizabeth I's reign. Scotland passed its own, even harsher, Witchcraft Act that same year. The official act didn't just disappear after the trials ended, though. In fact, the last recorded threatened use of the act against a medium was in 1950. In 1951, the Witchcraft Act was repealed with the enactment of the Fraudulent Mediums Act, 1951. So there still is is something there. Yeah, but that's towards, like, um, you know, when... Psychics and stuff. Pardon? Like, psychics and stuff. Yeah, and like seances and stuff, like to make sure people aren't conning like their customers. I haven't really looked too much into that, but it's essentially the same thing. It just means you can't kill them Imagine for it. In like... the 1950s, someone being like, "Well, I'm going to use the witchcraft act against you." <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? I'm just trying to re- it's so like, mad though, revolutionize like... the world here. I know it's mad though, like because a lot of the women we've already said that they would tend to be a bit older and stuff, but even things people like midwives would be Mm. considered witches because they would know of certain like herbal remedies to like ease pain and like certain ailments. Yeah. And it's literally like they would go foraging in the forest, find what nature was growing and use it. Like they weren't doing spells or any shit like that. Yeah. They were just trying to help people. So back in the 1500s, King James VI of Scotland had become the nominal ruler at the age of just 13 months, which is something we learned when we were in Edinburgh. Oh, yeah, I remember reading that. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Following the enforced abdication of his mother, Mary, Queen of Scots, in 1567, she had subsequently fled to England, where she remained captive of Elizabeth I for some 20 years until her execution in 1587. He would then become King James I of England. It's so weird. Like, I feel like he's the only ruler who had two, like, names. So he was always still James VI and James the James I. Yeah. Anyway, we'll just refer to him as King James because he was still a king. Um, so he became ruler of England in 1603 after Elizabeth I died. Uh, before this, Scotland would see the largest and most high-profile witch trials of the country's history under his rule. Because he was very paranoid. Let's just put it that way. His mother's violent death seemed to have inspired his dark fascination with magic. Sir John Harrington, who's said to have been close to him, once said, His Highness told me her death was visible in Scotland before it did really happen being spoken of in secret by those in power of slight presented to them a bloody head dancing in the air. Uh. I mean, to me, like you kind of get the gist of it, but it was like (laughs) the misspellings in that was so bad. It took me about 10 minutes to understand what that was sentence (laughs) meant. Yeah, but it was like old English, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. They're like, so... On, when I was doing my research, it was still written. The quote was still written like old English, so I had to kind of like guess what it meant. <laughs> so yeah, he was a bit paranoid by this. 
Yeah, so he was the ruler of a country in turmoil due to the divide between Catholics and Protestants. And he was now a bit obsessed in getting everyone in the country to believe the evilness that was witchcraft. In 1597, he became the only monarch in history to publish the book on witchcraft. So he published Demonology, which literally means the science of demons. That sounds interesting. Yeah, and it was the result of painstaking and meticulous work on James's part and must have taken years to complete. Like, this was a big book. Oh, a big book. Yeah. <clears throat> the purpose of demonology wasn't only to convince doubters of the existence of witchcraft, it was also to inspire those who persecuted witches to do so with new vigour and determination. James described witchcraft as high treason against God which meant that all manner of horrors were justified in bringing confessions from the accused. Though lacking in original and profound ideas, in fact, it had only been written by a king, made it enormously influential. Like, that was literally the only reason. Uh, It is no coincidence that the case of witchcraft in his kingdom multiplied at an alarming rate after this. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter what you're writing. The fact that a king's written this book, everyone's going to go out and and now it becomes this horrible panic, yeah. Like, this book, it basically explained why witchcraft is so evil and, like, the signs to look out for and how to test if someone was a witch, which (laughs) ultimately led to their death, like, a lot of the time. It was like, what was Um, it? Put them underwater and if they float, if they float, they're a witch, and if they don't, then they're not a witch. So either way you die, they drown or they (laughs) you. Yeah, so... (laughs) So in the time before the trials, we're going we're going to be talking about the hunt for witches and trials that followed raged through Europe. In fact, two German Dominican monks actually created the handbook for witch hunting, the Malleus Maleficarum. 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 Yeah. Translated to a Hammer of Witches, was written in 1486. And while it wasn't the only document regarding witchcraft written at the time, it is one of the most famous. The Malleus. Maleficarum, came at a peak point in European witchcraft accusations and executions. It was a foundation for treating witchcraft not as a superstition, but as a dangerous and heretical practice of associating with the devil, and therefore a great danger to society and to the church. The Malleus Maleficarum has been blamed for the death of tens of thousands of women and men, and its instructions on the identification, prosecution and punishment of witches arguably did much to pave the way for the great witch hunts of the 16th and 17th centuries in Europe and in the New World. In the UK, however, I think demonology by King James was used the most during this time. So let's get into some of the details of the actual trials that took place in the country, shall we? We're not going to be able to spend all day talking about these trials, and we certainly can't talk about every single one, because we'd be here forever. So Mm -hmm. we've just put down a few, and we're going to explain a few of them that took place in England and Scotland. Yeah, so I don't don't think this episode's going to be very long, because I didn't want to go into too much, do you know what I mean? Because it's a lot of You don't want to, like, overboard with information, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just a snippet of what I find interesting, okay, guys? Yeah. So, first, we're going to Chelmsford, which isn't too far from you. No. I've been to Chelmsford Chelmsford before. What I find strange as well, though, like, other than Pendle, which I went to when I was a kid, like, they've got a museum there and everything to do with the witches. 
other than there and the witches well in Edinburgh, no one really talks about like the witchcraft history of the UK. I think it's because like, people are embarrassed. Do you think? Yeah. Mind you, we're not we're not known to like glamorize things here, are we? But I don't That's know. I think and just... also, if you think back to like your history lessons, it's always that Britain was the hero. That's true. And, like, yeah, and World like World War Two and the Nazis and all the atrocities. It's nitpicked. Yeah, definitely. Like in our curriculum, it's very nitpicked on. Hundred percent. Because they do focus on England being the hero in every every way, but we should go to Pendle. Okay, where's that? It's Lancashire, so it's just a, it's like an hour from me. Sounds good. Bit north, me. bit north, but you can go up to Pendle Hill where the where the quote witches were buried, and like people say that if you go out there on Halloween, you can see them. Uh, yeah, fuck off! I'm not doing looking that. out over Pendle. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a good summer. social distancing thing for Halloween. Okay. We could go do a hike and mid- at midnight on Halloween. Oh my god, no way. I would rather do anything <laughs> but that. Uh, anyway, back to Chelmsford. Um, so Essex was the heartland of the earliest witch trials under the new act. And this happened between 1566 and 1589. So it was quite a long time that these trials happened. Yeah. And it was the county that pursued witch prosecutions most vigorously over the next century. The first major trial in England was held at Chelmsford Court. So this happened in July 1566. Laura Winchester, Elizabeth Francis, Agnes Waterhouse and her daughter Joan Waterhouse, all of Hatfield Perival, stood accused. Elizabeth Francis confessed that she'd been taught witchcraft at the age of 12 by her grandmother. She'd been given her blood to the devil in the likeness of a white-spotted cat, which she kept in a basket and fed. Agnes Waterhouse... Sorry, I just think it's so ridiculous. You know, like, what I find weird is that, like, I know it's probably because a lot of them are, like, being tortured and forced to confess, but a lot of them confess to, like... Yeah, it's... But this is the thing. You just think but no one ever actually was, were they? No, but a lot of the time, innocent people will confess under duress than guilty people yeah I, I know because they just people, want it over and done with. i know some people probably do think they are witches and there's some people out there who genuinely think that if they yeah. put their ex-lover's hair into a cauldron and cook it it will yeah set them on fire or some fucking shit but I just... but even things even things like oh she bled she gave her food her blood to a white spotted cat and stuff like so many religions and cultures give sacrifices and her being taught like quotation marks of witchcraft could literally just be like herbology like yeah the science of herbs like but yeah. she because she's being tortured and she's constantly being told that this is witchcraft she's like oh well yeah then obviously i like i treat people with herbs yeah yeah like do you know what i mean yeah agnes waterhouse confessed that she had a cat called satan I really want a black cat called Satan. Oh, cool name. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. Um, through which she worked on her malefic... Maleficum. Malefic- Maleficum. Let's just say it quickly so it makes sense. <laughs> which is simple, harmful magic. See, what's with the fancy words? <laughs> uh, rewarding it with chickens and drops of her blood. Francis was imprisoned. Agnes Waterhouse was hanged for committing murder by witchcraft. And Joan was found not guilty. A lot of the time, people were actually found not guilty here. 
Like, plenty of women died and, and men as I well. I mean, it's Agnes, girl. But, if she did actually kill someone, then cool, fair game. But it's got nothing to do with witchcraft. Yeah, it, exactly. Like, did weird, she actually kill them by witchcraft? Like... I know we get into other cases where they've been uh, they've uh, been ha- like hanged or whatever for committing murder by witchcraft. When it's actually you can't. It's just murder. Yeah. Um, the testimony was published in a popular pamphlet, which was the examination and confession of certain witches, which is with a Y, which I've never seen. Uh, Chensford help spread the notion of of the diabolic familiar a spirit in the form of an animal that was a mouthful for you wasn't it i know god <laughs> odd spellings and everything so yeah that's chelmsford and now- again we could do a whole episode of each of them but i just wanted to keep it light this week because it's a heavy month it's a bit dark like i felt very especially with my next one like emotionally drained after last week's one i can't lie yeah, it was, it was it a was lot, wasn't it? Work. Yeah. Okay, so let's make our way up to Scotland, to North Berwick in 1590. So in 1590, King, King James VI of Scotland, also known as King James I of England. But he wasn't King James I of England at this point. But it's the same person. Wouldn't, yes. Yeah, but he wouldn't be for another 13 years. Okay, but yeah, he tiny, was a little babby. He was brain. the babby yeah. So King James and his bride, Princess Anne of Denmark, what a name, what a title, were caught mm-hmm. up in a terrible storm as they returned home to Scotland across the North Sea. Accusations were made in both Scotland and Denmark that witches had been employed to kill the couple. Yeah, because there's no such thing as a storm. It, there must be Especially in the North Sea. <laughs> All there ever is in the North Sea are storms. Honestly. Suspicion fell on a pretender to the Scottish throne, Francis Stuart, Earl of Bothwell, and claims were made that a coven of witches had met at Old Kirk Green, North Berwick, to raise storms in the Firth of Forth and so destroy his shipping. Unlike in England and Wales, torture was legally acceptable in Scottish witchcraft cases. It was applied to the North Berwick suspects, and extraordinary confessions then flowed, of course, because we all know if you're going to be fucking tortured, you will basically confess to anything they tell you to confess to. Yeah. I yeah. fucking would, anyway. Um, Agnes Sampson, for instance, confessed that she took the devil, quote, for her master and run seat Christ? Basically, fuck over Chris because he's a wanker in her books. Okay, this is old English, so <laughs> bear with me. Young suit, I've never heard that one before. It was heard that she and her fellow witches gathered in the churchyard to kiss the devil's backside. Hmm. <laughs> okay, and dug up graves to get finger bones for their spells. I mean, the finger bones thing—I can see that happening. Yeah, but I don't know why he'd kiss the devil's bum. I'm sure he's got a lovely set of lips. So, found guilty, Agnes was garroted, which means she was strangled with the cord, and then burned in January 1591. As for Francis Stuart, he fled his incarceration and became an outlaw. James VI personally examined Agnes Sampson and penned his own discourse on the subject. James's mm-hmm. desire to keep a close eye on the prosecution of witchcraft led him to decree in 1597 that all such trials be conducted by the central judiciary rather than local courts. So basically, 
the Crown Court rather than the Magistrates Court. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that he um, brought in this decree, that's why the whole Edinburgh witches come in. Uh So anyone then accused of um, witchcraft then had to go to Edinburgh. And as we found out, Princess Gardens. That's why they were all killed there because that was the capital. Yeah. They had to go for the trials. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Princess Gardens was not so princess like. It was actually a lock where they used to drown the witches for their tests and they would execute them there as well. So. Morbid. Yeah. And obviously, as the years went on, the prince became more and more skeptical that basically everyone around him was a witch. Mm-hmm. God, you'd be scared to say no to him, wouldn't you? For I know. Anything? I was thinking about it now. When you said about how Chelmsford, like the witch trials in Chelmsford went on for 23 years, like imagine us living there now as like 23, 24, 25 year olds. As like, the gobby feminists that we are. <laughs> I know. And then getting to the age of 40, like you would never get to the age of 40, would you? We'd have died. No. No. You'd be lucky to get to the age of 40. It's crazy. It's scary, really. You would have to be like the most mean person without being mean like you couldn't help anyone it's like it's in any like, way throughout time throughout our, the entire history of the human race women have either been afraid to speak out because they'll be accused of which being a witch or they're afraid to speak out in case their boyfriends beat them up or they're afraid to speak out in case someone rapes them it's like no, what it is, what it comes down to. Without you trying to kill me or do something horrible to me, please. Anyway, so I feel like this next one is one of the most famous. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But again, it could be just because of where I live. I think it's because you live near it, yeah, it. maybe. Yeah. So Pendle in Lancashire in 1612 um, held the witch trials of Pendle Hill which, again, seem to be amongst the most famous in British history, partly because their events were so well documented and partly because a number of those involved genuinely believed that they had supernatural powers. I mean, if you're going to go down, go down fighting, I say. Seems like, legit, I mean. Yeah. And also, partly, again, I'm going to say that word because I feel like I've sent it, said it like 50 million times, because so many of the cues were eventually executed. Um, Only one of the dozen individuals implicated in the case, which was Alice Gray, was found not guilty. And one, who was Margaret Pearson, was sentenced to being pilloried, but was spared the gallows. Again, probably should have Googled it, but I don't know what pilloried means. (laughs) 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 It's a good thing we do this online, like just so we can just slip into Google when we need to. So, pilloried means to attack or ridicule publicly. So, she would have been in the gallows and people would have... It's like, you know, in a night's oh, tale you know, at like the end. Throw, throw tomatoes at people. Yeah, yeah. Like the walk of shame um, that Cersei does in Game of Thrones. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, the trials began when a young woman named Alison Device from Pendle in Lancashire, which is the northwest if you didn't know, was accused of cursing a local shopkeeper who soon afterwards suffered a bout of ill health, now believed to have probably been a mild stroke. So, don't think witchcraft was involved there, guys. 
when the news of this reached the authorities, an investigation started that eventually led to the arrest and trial of several members of Alison's family, including her mother, Elizabeth Southerns, who was a notorious practitioner of witchcraft known locally as Demdike, which was like her nickname. So as well as members of another local family, the Red Ferns, with whom they had reportedly had a long-standing feud. Many of the family's friends were also implicated in the trial, as were a number of supposed witches from nearby towns who were alleged to have attended a meeting at Elizabeth Southern's home on the night of Good Friday, 1612. First to be tried, in a different but relevant case, was... Janet Preston, who was found guilty and executed in York on July 29th. And the last was Alison Device herself, who, like her grandmother, was reportedly convinced that she indeed had powers of witchcraft and freely admitted to her guilt. In all, 10 men and women were hung as a result of the trials. And these were held, like, when they were waiting for trial and execution. They were held at Lancaster Castle and... From what I know from, like, when we used to learn about it when I was a kid, they were literally held in, like, pits, like, rooms with no candles for light, no windows, anything like that. They literally had to sit in the room day and night, and they had no idea, like, what, like, if it was day or night, what time it was, whatever. So they were all going mad as as it was, like... Mm. It was torture in itself. Yeah. Like, and then if you think about the torture <clears throat> of the question, and that would have happened. At that point, and, you're like, yeah, just fucking kill me. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but I think that if you were a genuine witch and you could, uh, the magic existed and you're like, could cast spells, all that, surely you'd be smart enough not to get caught. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, if you was real a real witch and they did catch you couldn't you just magic up a potion to like disappear yeah like something could like if you could if you had a familiar or whatever i don't know i just feel like i don't know do you believe witchcraft was a thing at some point in the history of the world not superstitious it's a hard question because it's like what how what do you define how do you define yeah magic then not like Harry Potter, but like some form. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still a thing. Because you even have like pagans and stuff and Wicca and things like that who they, it was more that they fed off nature. It's still and... a thing though in some like, <clears throat> try not to sound incredibly racist or um, uneducated here, but in some places like in Af- Africa and like in some <clears throat> Um, like Amazonian cultures where they like haven't had civilization hasn't reached them yet it's not the western society like they do they do believe that like sacrifices will help them have good crops that year and things like that is that witchcraft or are we talking about cauldrons and broomsticks do you know what I mean yeah yeah but even like Greek mythology and stuff you'd You'd and even the Vikings they used to sacrifice yeah for the gods like they would sacrifice an actual human for the gods yeah so, so that it, they had a safe, they really had safe depends, journeys across the seas really depends what you define as being witchcraft but I definitely think there are some things that people but people do it even even now in Western society it's things like <clears throat> 
when your favourite football football team are playing football and you don't wash your t-shirt because you think that's going to mean that they win. Yeah. Things like yeah. that. It's like superstitions and stuff. Like it all kind of blends into one, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> do is still practised. Yeah. The little worry people that you can buy in shops that are supposed to help your anxiety. Yeah. The little dolls yeah. that you put pins in and things like that. Like they still exist. Mm. Strange one, isn't it? It's a weird world. Yeah. Okay, so our last case study is Paisley in Scotland. It sounds quite nice, but I'm not sure I'd want to be there in 1697. (laughs) While the last documented execution for witchcraft in England took place in 1682, three men and four women were sentenced to death in Paisley in 1697 for committing murder by witchcraft. This tragedy began the year before with the supposed possession of Christian Shaw, the 11-year-old daughter of John Shaw. Laird? 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 Yeah, which is the Lord. The Lord. Oh, Lord. Lord of Bargain of Renfrewshire. She <laughs> suffered fits during which she was rendered blind and mute and vomited up pins, hairballs, feathers, bones, straw and other objects. I mean, nowadays, if you had fits, then you probably have epilepsy. Yeah. Or, like, a high fever, like, sepsis, anything. Yeah. Some witnesses testified that they'd seen her carried through the house by an invisible force. What the fuck? That's some paranormal activity shit. (laughs) Christian first accused one of the Lord's maids, Catherine Campbell, and an elderly widow named Agnes Naismith. She pointed the finger at others, too, and those interrogated named others. So more than 30 people were accused in all. Six of them were hanged and burned for witchcraft, and one committed suicide before the sentence was carried out. This was the first time a Scottish witch trial had been triggered by alleged demonic possession. A remarkable fact, given that such instances of possession had been prosecuted in England and Europe for decades. Christian Shaw, who became known as the Bargaran Impostor, later married a minister. Who knows if she felt any guilt about what she had done. She was 11 years old. 11 years old. And you saw this in Salem with, I think they were the the proctors maybe. The girls who were accusing all these women of witchcraft were like between 6 and 14. So what, did they eventually people decided that she faked it? I don't know. But maybe as the years had gone on. But if you just think about it, like you're taking the word of a child and children of prominent families as well. So they're probably brats, like let's face it. So if you say no to them or look at them a funny way, they're going to kick off. And yeah, like it's just, it's crazy to me. Like, Mm. yeah. So the last execution of for witchcraft in England took place in 1716 when Mary Hicks and her daughter Elizabeth were hanged. Janet Horne was executed for witchcraft in Scotland in 1727 and the Witchcraft Act of 1735 put an end to the traditional form of witchcraft as a legal offence in Britain. The final act of 1735 led to the prosecution for fraud rather than witchcraft, since it was no longer believed that the individuals had actual supernatural powers. 
um, or traffic with Satan. The final 1735 Act continued to be used until the 1950s to prosecute individuals such as spiritualists and gypsies. And it was finally repealed in 1951. 1951 seems so late. I know. It's mad, it was isn't it? In, it was an act for 200 years. Yeah. That is crazy. <clears throat> so, while we as a country and society have seemingly moved on from witchcraft and witch trials, other areas of the world haven't. So, this is some facts about witchcraft in the 21st century, because it's still going on, guys. Mm-hmm. We've moved on, but the rest of the world hasn't. So, in 2010, Amma Hemmer was accused of being a witch and burned to death in Ghana, West Africa. In 2011, Amina bint Abdulhalim Nasser was publicly executed by beheading in Saudi Arabia. In 2012, Marie bin Aliao Asiri was also publicly executed by beheading in Saudi Arabia. And in September 2020, weeks ago, a month ago, yeah. Yeah. Ahmed Hussein Hassan was executed after he was accused of being a witch in Somalia. And the accusation was that he was trying to destroy a married couple, from what I found. Like, how that makes sense. Uh, Probably, but how that makes sense, I don't know. Like,. It's crazy. I couldn't actually find much on it because obviously our news media is completely fucked. Yeah. And it only cares about Trump and coronavirus. Yeah, that's what's sad at the moment, isn't it? That there's so much going on in the world and all we ever hear about is COVID. Exactly. Like, um, so that's a (laughs) a little joyful note. Nice little morbid end to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. you oh, still witchcraft. have to worry about witchcraft uh, being accused of witchcraft these days. Just yeah. be careful. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I feel like I should have added more, but like, I no, just, we should have had I, a happy I, I ending, though. Yeah, but there isn't a happy ending with this. Like, surprise! Like, I'm a witch. I had you fooled this whole time. I mean, if you want a happy ending, go watch Hocus Pocus because that's probably the only like joyful thing you can do with witchcraft these days okay um so next week we are what are we doing next week which one uh slender man we're doing slender man next week cool yeah we're doing slender man next week and then we're doing most haunted uk places the week after that and then halloween is done do not sound joyful about that please i'm not because i just realized we don't even know what we're doing after that um yeah. so anyway like we said at the beginning make sure you follow us on instagram it's at everything with the girls pod make sure to subscribe to us on spotify and apple and mm-hmm. do you not feel like we started this ages ago this is only episode 15 i know but like this just feels like like so far like what I guess was our 15, first one, the 15, Black Dahlia. 15 weeks is a long time, isn't it? It's like four months. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. I don't know. You sound depressed. Like the, Do you want to break Dahlia. up? I just like, I'm just like, how quick is this going? Like, I know. Yeah. Um, that's it. to say? I don't think so. Okay. It kind of just makes me like wish that like Netflix or someone would bring out a, like a decent series or documentary about it all. I know it'd be so interesting. Maybe one day we could do like 
the Salem witch, not the Salem, but like one specific witch trial, like a famous one or something. Yeah. Like yeah. more in depth. Yeah, definitely. Like we could do Salem easily for a whole month. Like, could you? Yeah, definitely. There's so much that went on. Okay. Good to um, know. But my angry feminist side would probably come out again. That's true. And I don't You'll probably see it every week. Um, yeah, so have a good week. Yeah. I'm going to go. Stay cozy. Oh, yeah. And go watch Haunting a Blind Manor and think. tell me if you think it's shit or not, because I can't decide. I'm, I'm not going to watch it, though, so that's for other people. I think The Haunting of Hill House was definitely scarier. Oh. Uh, we watched that Eli one, didn't we? That was to do with it, wasn't it? That was crap. That was scary. No, uh... I thought I think I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't in the end to do with it. But yeah, I think it's because like it's annoying me as well because they've mixed American and English actors together. Hi. So like it's the dialects are just a bit like oh you lot should not be in a movie together or a series together. It should be <laughs> English or American. Like I can't deal with the accents. I can't deal with the accents merging. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. See you That's next it. Week. Bye. Bye.